0: Hey there, welcome back to another podcast. It's Emily, and I'm going to be sharing our last devotion for this month. Um, So wrapping up our topic of what is the Bible. So this is our very last devotion. I'm just going to get right into it, but we are going to be in Romans chapter 15, verse 1 through 13. So open up your Bibles if you have them available. Otherwise, I'll just be reading through it so you can listen along. But again, Romans 15. Verses 1 through 13. Okay. So I'm going to read through it now and then talk about it and then end in prayer. So chapter 15. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors for their good to build them up. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provided, we might have hope. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God, for I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews, on behalf of God's truth, so that the promises made to the Pharisees might be confirmed, and moreover that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles. I will sing the praises of your name. Again it says, Rejoice you Gentiles with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let the peoples extol him. And again Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will spring up. One One who will arise to rule over the nations, in him the Gentiles will hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so that is the reading. Um, I'm actually going to pray right now. Father in heaven, I thank you for the word. I thank you that we can just open up the Bible, Father, and have it available to us. I pray, Father, that as we go on in this devotion, you just let the words come to life, Father, let us understand what you're trying to say to us, speak to our hearts, and to each one, and each person individually, speak something new, Father, speak something that we need to hear, and Lord, I just pray that you would continue to grow this podcast, Father, build this platform, and let so many ears hear it, Father, not just Prairie FCA, but just go out and share it, Father, if it's by your will, in your great name, amen. Okay, so um, I'm gonna go through and start to kind of digest this and explain a few things. Um, this passage talks a lot about praise and it talks, and again, it jumps around a little bit. There's a few different topics that we'll end up covering, but the biggest thing that I see here is a lot of praise. So to start off, um, chapter 15, verse one says, we are strong We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. So right away, um, what I take from this is that we all go through struggles in life. Each and every one of us are going to go through something terrible. Otherwise, we just have hard times sometimes. And we all have those seasons where it's just like almost no hope. Or we have depressed moments. We have those times where we're just down in the ditch. Like that happens to all of us. Um, And it's saying... For those, though, who are strong, so while we're going to be going through the valley at some point, we're also going to have times in life when we're on the mountaintop, right? We're not going to always be stuck in those ditches. And so when it says this, it's like those who are still strong, those who are at high standings right now, those who are able to carry themselves bear with the failings of the week, be with those people who can't because they can't do it alone. And you, you also... You go through those alleys. You go through those hard times as well. So you can't put yourself above the people that are weak right now and become prideful and say, I'm doing just fine. So they got to figure it out on their own because that's not what we are called to do. So I'll explain that a little bit more, but um, it says not to please ourselves. That's a huge thing when it comes to helping others. It's our pride. We let our pride just blind our vision and we. Only focus on the goodness for ourselves rather than the goodness of others. So I challenge you to step out of your comfort zone. And when you see somebody that is clearly needing help or just like crying out or they're at a low. And even if you're at a high and you're just like, I don't have time for this. I'm doing great. I don't want to mess. I don't want their messiness to mess with my good life right now. Just step out and be with them because they're at a weak point and they need others um so moving on sorry verse 2 says each of us should please our neighbors for their good so that's it kind of covered that part um, and it's to build them up for even Christ did not please himself but as it is written the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me that's a little bit of a plan word so I'm going to read that a little bit slower the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me so It says right here that Christ did not please himself. that He's the God of the universe, right? And he did not go out of his way to please himself. He always stopped to help the people that were in need. Everybody. I know I personally do not do that. I don't at any instant when I see that somebody needs something, I don't just stop what I'm doing and stop my day to go help them because I'm prideful. I have other things to do. I don't want to help somebody. We all struggle with that. So I'd say right here, the God of the universe, the person who died for us on the cross, he didn't want to please himself at all. Like, that's not why he was here. He was here to save us and here to be with us and comfort us in all of our weak points because he knows that we can't do this alone. And so it's like, if we want to be living a life more like Christ, that's a perfect example right there. To be there for our neighbors and to be doing the good things, to build them up and not ourselves. And it's saying that the insults um, of those who insult you, so the people that are insulting you, well, they've all fallen on Christ. And so it's like, we have nothing to be a barrier because every single sin that others commit against us, every single insult that people are throwing out, well, those all end up really falling on Christ. He's taken all that from us, or sorry, for us. So therefore, there should be nothing keeping us from helping others and just Balking it out just being like no god is already taken it all so i am just going full in i'm not going to be fearful which is a lot harder said than done but that's what i get from that part right there that i wanted to touch on moving on um verse four says for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide we might have hope so Again, we're in the topic of what is the Bible, and so this is saying right here, everything that was written. So all of this scripture that we can find in here, it was written in order to encourage us and to provide hope, because without the word, without the scriptures, we wouldn't have necessarily known the true and full gospel of Christ, because things might get mixed up along the way through word of mouth, but we have the word right here, and it's to be our hope. It's to be something that we can go to when we need help. Because if you have any questions about life, if you're ever struggling, truly you can go to this Word and find something. And if you just read through it, God will even speak to your heart and reveal things to it. So I recommend, please, just go to the Word when you feel lost or when you when you feel confused about anything in life. Truly, you can go to the Word. Yes, you should also go to people, but um, saying right here that the Scripture is provided for us, so we should be using it. And next um verse five may the god who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other that christ jesus had so similarly that's just like the verses above where we want to be christ-like and therefore we should be giving the encouragement and we shouldn't be prideful humans we should be giving and make ourselves humble in order to be as christ-like as we can so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify god the father so We are one when we become believers. We we are told that we are the church, right? We are one with Christ, baptized with him, and he takes over our life. It's no longer I that lives, but Christ in me. And so we need to make sure that we are walking out that truth and those things in Christ and walking that out also in our daily lives and showing others that in order that we can actually have one voice and one mind for Christ, with Christ, and with the church. Um, and verse 7, Accept one another, then just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God. This can be really hard, and it can be taken many different ways. Maybe that speaks to you in a different way than it speaks to me. That's okay. That might be conviction. But um, to accept one another, just as Christ accepted you, is so hard to live out. How many times do we look at someone and in that instant just by looking at them we already put judgments upon them we already put them in in their place we put them below us we put them on a scale we say no they're not they're this or that we give them status quo. we give them labels but truly if christ can accept us after all of the sins after all of the things that we've done wrong all of the all of the just hate that we've poured out on him like And the people, like, we put him to the cross, truly every single one of us, because of our sins. And the fact that he could still accept you and look at you and say, my son, my daughter, you are fearfully, wonderfully made. The fact that he can look at you and see, look past the sin, like, therefore, if he can do that, then why can't we? Why can't we accept our brothers and sisters like that? And that is so hard to do. And it's truly something that, only God can change within us. As humans, we cannot, we do not have the ability to love. We do not have the ability to love like God whatsoever. Love is a supernatural thing that is given by God and by God only. You cannot begin to love someone and love everybody the way that Jesus truly does without that judgment if you do not have God with you. So to accept one another, it's It's just a gift from God, and it's something that you should be praying about and just dwelling on because that's something that we're always going to need help with. (laughs) And especially today, I mean, there's so many different opinions out there, so many different beliefs, but truly we just need to be loving each other. And yes, it goes deeper with like, how do we go about with showing love and truth? That's a whole nother discussion, but just right here, just plain and simple. Accept one another as Jesus, as Christ accepted you, and the reason we do that is in order to bring praise to God, because if we go around and we are hating on everybody, and if we go around and just pour out judgments, well, then how does that look? Like, truly, if somebody, when people do that to me or something, when somebody is like, well, what you believe is false, You, I hate what you believe, like, God is not real that like automatically that just gives me a bad taste in my mouth about that person because they are flat out saying what I believe is false, right? Um, and it goes both ways. If we say that to what somebody else believes, then therefore they're not going to be that accepting. And that makes sense. And so in order to bring praise to his name, if if we're not walking about in that way, in that loving way, the truth and love well, then somebody might not want to accept Christ because of the way that we make him to be perceived. Because if we say that we believe in him and we say that we're walking with him, yet we pour out the judgments, and then they might think that that's how God looks, like that's how God would view them as just somebody that everything they do is wrong, everything, which, yes, technically it is, like meaning sin, everything, but that's everybody. It's not like the Christian is above, them because we are all sinners so that's just that's a long explanation but i hope that makes sense and that's something i do not want you to think that i am um above that at all no i have definitely made that mistake many times and probably still will um with just perceiving making christ perceived in the wrong way because of the way that i speak and the way that i view others so it's something that we all struggle with but um, this is a really good verse to come back to, so, just reading through a little bit, um, this next part is what talks about glorifying God, so, in the passage itself, these are, there's quata- quotation marks around the words of, therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles, I'll sing the praises of your name, and then, first time says again, it says, and then, parentheses again, rejoice you Gentiles with the people it goes on a little bit until it says the root of Jesse will spring up one who will rise to rule over the nations in him the Gentiles will help so these are some verses taken from older scriptures in the Torah or the Old Testament um and basically it's just like putting out there they're using scripture to um what's the word <laughs> to like define or to establish and provide evidence for this new scripture, right, so the people, the root of Jesse, you might have heard that before, but that is Jesus, because Jesus came through a line of descendants, and that is the root of Jesse was prophesied, that's what these are, they're prophecies, and um, it's saying that the Gentiles will end up praising the Lord, and they, and that in him all hope will come, so in him the Gentiles will hope, so that's Jesus, that's a prophecy that was spoken, so that's what that part is talking about, and honestly, this, I'm not 100% sure where it came from, it could have come from the Psalms, so that could be totally wrong, but for me personally, I often will go to the Psalms to just read those, because truly, they're just filled with praise, it's just like, wow, praise the name of our God, I will sing your praises all my days, and it's, something that we forget about really easily. It's like, are we truly praising His name every day? Like, there's some of us that might sound weird. Like, why? Like, I don't really see a point in praising His name all my days. Or like, that just like, appears weird if we're just like, all of a sudden, like, praise God, right? But truly, everything we have comes from Him. And every good thing, every hope. And just take a look at your life. Like, what Has he changed in your life? And if he hasn't yet, think about all the things that he could. Truly, think about your struggles. Think about the things that you have always struggled with and start praying over those. Start getting in the word. Start asking God to come into your life and change those things and he will, okay? All in God's timing and all by his will, but truly, like, all praise to God. So, that is those verses right there. And then we are final, we are on the last verse, the final verse, um, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So God is the only one capable of truly filling us with joy and peace. So what I think about is the fruits of the Spirit. And when he comes to dwell in your heart, you'll start to build those up and grow those good fruits—joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, etc. There's—I don't know if I got all of them. Anyways, um, he's gonna fill you with those things as you begin to trust in him. That's a huge part. It's about the trust. Do you truly truly trust God? Have you truly given him your heart? Have you said, I'm all yours, I'm laying down, I'm I'm sorry, I'm picking up my cross, I'm laying down my life to follow you. And it's then that you will be overflowed with joy and hope, and it's all by the power of this Holy Spirit. So, truly, if you don't know Christ on that level, or if you don't know him at all, reach out. You can reach out to someone, um, and if you don't have someone, go over to our Instagram page, FCA. And DM us. Do anything but truly start praying. You can say a prayer right now. You can say, Lord, I know that I'm a sinner, but I want to get to know you. And I believe that you died on the cross for us. I believe what you've done is for us. And I believe that you are good. And I want to get to know you further, Father. I want to give you my life. And so I'm saying that I'm surrendering it all. And Father, just take it from me. And I want to live for you. And that's as simple as it can be, but truly just mean it. Just mean what you're saying and just put your trust in him. You can't keep living the life that you want to live. No, you have to lay it down. If you truly trust in him, you have to lay it down and say, God, by your will, that is so hard and we will stumble. We will fall, but that's the only way that we can truly trust in him is when we stop trusting ourselves. Okay, because this is not our eternal home. Our minds are corrupted by sin. Our hearts, the Bible says that our hearts are deceitful and there's all the anger flows from it. So everything comes from our hearts and it's just like, what are we filling our minds with? What are we filling our bodies with? Are we filling it with the spirit of God or are we filling it with ourselves in the world? I don't know about you, but I'd rather have it be God. So that finishes off our devotion for today. Um, Thank you for listening. Again, that was Romans chapter 15, 1 through 13. So if you want to go back through that, please do dwell on it. Share this podcast with others, please. And I am going to talk a little bit now about what the next month is going to look like, the month of December. So um, we are going to be on the topic of what is your identity? This is going to be a very exciting journey because this is a question that a lot of people have, like what's my identity in Christ? What is my identity in general? All of that. So we'll be going over some devotions then, and then we are also gonna be doing Bible study groups again. It's gonna look different based off where you're located, and then also if we're in school, online, but we will get that figured out. So I'll talk about that more as we know more about the schedule, but just a heads up, these are the Bible studies that you can choose from there's ephesians philippians romans first peter and john so dwell on those a little bit think about something that might stick out to you and then i will well i'll talk to you i guess um next week for our first devotion of december so have a blessed day thank you for listening.